the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, happy Tuesday. Welcome in to the Bruce Hooley Show. You're listening to 98.9 FM, The Answer. Thank you for letting me ride shotgun with you and uh, share the morning. I'm Jack Windsor, editor-in-chief of The Ohio Press Network. You can read our stuff at theohiopressnetwork.com. That's theohiopressnetwork.com. As you're doing your Christmas shopping, make sure to grab yourself a subscription and, heck, maybe even gift a few subscriptions to to people you care about because you're going to get a pulse on the people, policies, and politics in the Buckeye State there that you're not going to get anywhere else. And I promise you we're not going to have the progressive slant. Thank you again for tuning in. Um, I will have with us later, 1206, U.S. Senate candidate Bernie Marino. Bernie is going to give us uh, an update on some of the border issues, and uh, we'll talk about what the U.S. Senate is doing or maybe not doing in their border talks. Are they stalling? And if so, why? And then at 1235, we will be joined by Mahek Cook. You know her. She's a friend of the show. She's a mom. She's an attorney. She's a small business owner, a spokeswoman for Americans for Prosperity, and that's AFP. You'll remember AFP committed uh, a tremendous amount of resources in their uh, grassroots network of people to Nikki Haley. So we're going to talk to Mahek about that and get her thoughts on the U.S. presidential debate, GOP side, of course. The fourth one will take place in Alabama tomorrow, uh, Wednesday, December 6th. And uh, let's see, several things I want to cover today. And I'll call it Talk Freely Tuesday because we'll talk freely about the things you want to talk about. Uh, I do have some questions for you that I want you to give me your input and advice on. I have a strong opinion about one of them, but I'm interested in what you think. Uh, But before we get to that, uh, we'll try to cover Senate border talks today. Uh, Japan has predictive AI security cameras and uh, (laughs) akin to the minority report, pretty scary stopping crimes before they happen based on predictive analysis of artificial intelligence through the lens of security footage. I want to talk with you about an investigation into the transgender movement, which reveals what we have known all along, but it's nice to get the receipts. There are a few groups of people well-funded and there are some key players who will benefit from this transgender movement. But by and large, it's a small group of people well-funded making a lot of noise. So we'll dive into that report and that investigation, which was spearheaded by Cheryl Atkinson. She's an investigative journalist. She was joined by a couple other reporters and we'll unpack 
the details of that investigation. But before we get into that, I want to talk about House Joint Resolution 4. And here's my question for you. Should Ohio amend the Constitution to protect individuals from being compelled to wear a mask or a facial covering in a place of public accommodation, at facilities owned by political subdivisions and state agencies, and in court? What do you think? 844-TALK-989. That's 844-825-5989. Do you think that Ohio should have an amendment in the Constitution that prohibits mask mandates, essentially? And we can talk about all the places that would be included or not included. And uh, where would they be included and not included? Well, in the amendment that is being proposed by State Representative Scott Wiggum, He's a Republican from Worcester, and he's been on the show before. I have a message out to him. We'll see if he responds. But HJR4 is what it's called. It has been in the news the past few weeks because, first of all, uh, it was given a committee assignment, and that committee assignment was uh, followed up with some scheduled testimony. However, the, the testimony was canceled. Uh, We found out through Ohio Advocates for Medical Freedom, and it appears that State Representative Scott Lips, who handles the uh, chairmanship of the committee where House Joint Resolution 4 is to be cussed and discussed, receive opponent and proponent testimony, canceled. And uh, one of the OAMF... Uh, activists or activists or advocates received a message from lips and said that uh, any written testimony that was submitted for house joint resolution four will be saved. And there's no need to resubmit written testimony. If slash when chairman lips decides to hold a second hearing on HJR four, a notice will be sent out establishing a new deadline for new testimony to be submitted. So there was some concern that if slash when means this thing is dead in the water, (laughs) why is that? And shouldn't it be discussed? Now, I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist again, but I'm sure that I'm going to in the days, weeks, and, and months ahead as we speed into 2024, as we are looking down the barrel of maybe another respiratory virus fresh out of China in October. What are they calling it? The white lung. It's a form of pneumonia. So as we're on the precipice here of maybe facing another winter with not only COVID and influenza, but maybe a new virus out of China surprises. Isn't it crazy how that happens, Jeff? Those viruses just somehow mysteriously crop up in China and then they're, they find that they find their way here. Uh, But Isn't it a good time to consider this? Because if this virus from China does manifest and crop up and, you know, explode here like COVID did, are are we going to be in the same situation we were before where it was the maskers and uh, the non-maskers basically fighting each other politically, policy-wise, on social media, uh, trying to villainize the other side? So – 
I want to get to the bottom of this. We'll see if we can get State Representative Scott Wiggum on. Now, he introduced it, and it would allow voters to amend the Ohio Constitution to protect from having to wear a medical mask or other facial covering within a public building or any establishment that's open to the public. And Wiggum said a great number of constituents wanted their children to be able to attend school without having their face covered and their ability to learn stunted. Their calls to us for choice on the issue of masking were not acted upon. This joint resolution will finally give citizens of our state a voice on the issue of mandatory face coverings in places of public accommodation where public services are rendered, including our schools. Now, the resolution clearly defines places of public accommodation where a mask can't be required for entry. Note, can't be required doesn't mean that you can't wear a mask. The lunacy that I'm seeing on social media show up from the left, remember, these are the people who don't want the government to tell women what to do with their bodies, are the same people who are saying, how dare you propose an amendment that would outlaw mask mandates? So, Jeff, I don't know. Maybe these folks just aren't good at math. But when I run the calculations, something like COVID, when you're just looking at the general population, wearing a mask has no significant impact on whether or not the virus is transmitted. So we're talking less than 1%, like not even traceable, not significant, certainly not high enough so that you would want masks mandated. But when I look at the other side, abortions kill 100% of the time. So, so they want you to not tell them what to do with their bodies when they can kill a healthy baby, but they certainly don't want anyone to tell them that they can't force masks on other people when those masks are essentially inconsequential. Are you picking up what I'm putting down here. So this mandate, this proposed amendment would eliminate mandates in public places, but it would not prohibit somebody who wants to wear a mask from wearing a mask. And by the way, if you want to wear a mask and you think masks work, then your mask should be sufficient and somebody else not wearing a mask should be inconsequential. I know, I know that there are the the new science people who want to talk about that and refute it and and make up all of these straw man and red herring arguments. But what do you think? Do you think that we should amend the Constitution so that we're not mandated to wear masks in places like schools and grocery stores and courthouses and lawyers' offices? Or do you think this is something that should go through the legislative process and be put on the Ohio Revised Code law books? Give us a call, 844-TALK-989. Let us know. And uh, we'll take your calls and opinions on the matter on the other side of this break. You're listening to 98.9 FM, The Answer, The Bruce Willis Show. Thank you for listening to The Bruce Woolley Show. I'm Jack Windsor filling in for Bruce. We're talking about House Joint Resolution 4, which would uh, 
proposed to amend the Ohio Constitution to provide that people can't be required to wear a mask or other facial covering in places of public accommodation, a facility owned or operated by a political subdivision or state agency or a court. Now, the amendment defines a place of public accommodation because I know that's going to be one of the questions to mean all of the following, an inn, hotel, motel, other place of lodging, restaurant, bar, or other establishment serving food or drink. Now, I can hear you saying, well, why would I go to a restaurant or bar if people aren't going to be required to wear a mask? Well, you can wear yours and you get to choose. (laughs) A motion picture house, theater, concert hall, stadium, or other place of exhibition or entertainment, an auditorium, convention center, lecture hall, place of public gathering, bakery, grocery store, clothing store, hardware store, shopping center, other sales or rental establishment, laundromat, dry cleaner, bank, barbershop, beauty shop, travel service, shoe repair service, funeral parlor, gas station, office of an accountant or lawyer, pharmacy, insurance office, professional office, terminal depot, other station used for public transportation, a museum, library, gallery or other place of public display or collection, park, zoo, amusement park, place of recreation. Do you remember Do you remember uh, departments of health closing down parks, literally putting caution tape up around jungle gyms and play sets? And there was a grandma in Ohio who was actually arrested when she tried to take her grandchild to a park and play. I mean, you know, sunlight is the best disinfectant, right? And being outdoors is actually good. If you're talking about respiratory viruses, do you remember the insanity there? Uh, A child care center, senior center, homeless shelter, food bank, adoption agency, gymnasium, health spa, bowling alley, golf course, other place of exercise. And the amendment specifies that nothing in its provisions is to be construed as applying to a private residence. If you want to mask up in your house, do it. If you want to put four of them on, do it. If you want to drive into your car like the people I still see sometimes – Driving down the highway by themselves with a mask on, you can do that. Now, the resolution specifies that the amendment would be submitted to electors at the general election to be held November 5th, 2024. If adopted by a majority of electors voting on it, the the amendment would take effect immediately. November 5th, 2024, that's 11 months from now. Let's hope that we don't have to grapple with and wrestle with mask mandates prior to that. We have Stephanie on the line. Stephanie, the question is, should Ohio amend its constitution to outlaw mask mandates in all of these areas that we just talked about? Oh, absolutely. And listen, masks are FDA regulated devices, right? They can't mitigate the spread of viruses and they have known health effects, adverse health effects. So mask mandates aren't just anti-liberty, they are literally anti-science. I mean, we this is something that should be such a no-brainer at this point. Um, I can't imagine I can't imagine that anyone could possibly oppose this. However, like you, I have seen people masked alone walking their dogs outside. So we do we do still have those people out there. But you know, this isn't for this isn't prohibiting them from from doing whatever they need to do to feel safe. So I think it's a it's a great amendment and I, I really hope it gets a lot of support. Stephanie, thank you for for weighing in on that. Uh, I do appreciate it, and I agree with you. It is uh, something that we've known for years, and I took a ton of flack for this, but we've known for years that masks do not stop the spread of a respiratory virus. It's really simple. The droplets are too small, and you can wear three or four masks 
the, the studies that show that they might have any ounce of efficacy, do you know what those studies do? They staple the mask to a piece of wood. Just Have you seen anybody staple a <laughs> – at the, at the height of the, the COVID craziness, I would not have been surprised if somebody did attempt to staple an N95 mask to his face. I don't see that though. That's when these things are showing a trace of efficacy when they're stapled to a board. Your face isn't flat. It's contoured and you're not stapling the mask. I mean you can get a piece of hair through there. You know how significantly larger a piece of hair is than a droplet of co- a droplet containing COVID? <clears throat> and industrial hygienists have said – and by the way, industrial hygienists are the people that no one wanted to consult during COVID craziness. They wanted to talk to Dr. Anthony Fauci – Tell you how to fiddle with your mask and put four of them on and you're going to be safe. But industrial hygienists are the people who are responsible for eliminating toxins from the air. I talked to one and the guy that I talked to actually has done over 400 cases around the country. So he's an expert. He's called in as an expert. His testimony in uh, it was Kentucky. Yeah, it was Kentucky resulted in Kentucky lifting their mask mandate because he said essentially this masks as a, as a mitigation strategy, as eliminating the toxins and keeping people safe. That's not even something that we put on the list. And there are known side effects, five to six of them for kids alone. So when Scott Wiggum talks about house joint resolution four, And he mentions that parents want kids to be able to go to school without masks because it can disrupt their education uptake. I add to it, it can also make them sick. It can make them sick. It has made them sick. And it will continue to make them sick. So 844-825-5989, what do you think? Do you think that we should amend the Constitution or – and by the way, the great thing about this is that it would, if passed, it would go on the ballot. Because it's a joint resolution, the governor does not have to sign this. And uh, look, Mike DeWine might have this benevolent grandpa feature to him where it's like, well, we're just going to mask and and vaccine and uh, protect grandma. Look, your job is not to protect us. And I don't think that he would remember this phrase out of an abundance of caution. I don't think he would sign a bill that would prohibit masks. But maybe you don't think it should be in the Constitution. Maybe you think that lawmakers ought to draft a bill and that that bill should go through opponent and proponent testimony in the House. It should be broadcast on the Ohio Channel and then people can go on record and you can see whether they voted for it or against it. I'll take uh, take your calls for the rest of the 11 o'clock hour on this one. Uh, stay tuned to 98.9 FM, The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.